By the way, uh, by the way, is is one of the show notes this week um the fact that the lineage of the WWE championship is riddled with uh dick shots? <laughs> no, with me. Last two championships. Like like that championship like in the last two years has been won at least three times through dick shots. I'm just saying. With me, you remember when like Crocodile Hunter died and everyone was like, oh, it was a crocodile. No, it was a jellyfish that brought it down. Do you think that's how Shinsuke Nakamura feels? He's just like, the fuck? How come it works when Daniel does it? It was a stingray. It was Scotty. What? Scotty. It was a stingray. You piece of filth. You a don't st- even know how the man died. St- it was wait, a stingray. Wait, Blake, a stingray is WWE champion now? I'm so confused. Yeah, he stung Daniel Bryan right through the heart. <laughs> yeah, he, no, he stung Daniel Bryan in the dick, and now he's WWE champion. Stung him right through the It was the same one that killed the crocodile hunter. He came back. He's just like, he's managed by Paul Haven now. So welcome to Fight Boys, the weekly show about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. I'm your host, Scotty Moore. And I'm, uh, I'm Toasty. <laughs> toasty Boy <laughs> Dylan over there. And then, the final boy. It's me, the illest, Blake Tanner. And I don't mean illest in, like, any cool way. I mean, I'm very ill. So, boys, since it's been, like, the roughest week in the history of weeks... Dylan decided to make this uh, Sober Boys, which is an ironic name. So does everyone just kind of want to round robin and discuss what we're drinking right now? Because I'm I'm currently drinking Scotty Moore homemade mead that when my dad looked at me, looked at the jug that has been sitting on my shelf since uh, March 16th, good old 316 day. He just looked and went, no, don't do that to yourself, son. So that's my drink of choice, Dylan. Uh, I've got a wee BR over here. Uh, <laughs> that'll probably quickly be replaced by something else because this is just a you know a twelve ounce can, and I've got a yeah. and I've got a and I've got a mighty drunk thirst inside of me. It's one of those nights. Finally, Blakey T. Blakey T. Rocking the BS boozy sippy cup available at merch dot a load of pure BS, um, and I'm rocking a virgin hot toddy that. Um, was originally a that Theraflu cold like drink mix. <laughs> Just a cup of Theraflu. It's it's they have a cold drink mix. Like they have a drink. By the way, mix. Oh. By the way I like to think that your uh, virgin hot toddy is just that you took the toddy out and it's just gin. <laughs> just just. Well, actually, my favorite kind of hot toddy is when you replace the uh, the honey and lemon with bourbon and the hot yeah. water with bourbon. It's the opposite of virgin. It's a hooker hot toddy. <laughs> But yeah, the main reason I think we're all Blake, drinking is... Blake, Blake loves his hookers. <laughs> but the main reason we're all drinking is I think we all realized God hates us and is punishing us for throwing the Becky Lynch WWE Championship or WWE Women's Championship right into the world by saying, well, that's fun, but she's not going to face Ronda Rousey because Nia Jax is an asshole. It's like somebody asked... <clears throat> it's like somebody wished on a monkey's paw... For Becky Lynch not to lose at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is what we were given. <laughs> right. So now we get the match at WrestleMania. Uh, Becky doesn't yeah. have to lose at Survivor Series. Charlotte can lose. 
Uh, and then everybody wins. Uh, Rhonda stays, stays strong. Charlotte is not negatively affected by this because she's Ric Flair's daughter. Uh, yeah. Becky still gets the rub of having beaten the shit out of Ronda Rousey, gotten busted open, got that sweet, like almost legendary picture of her bleeding while holding her hands out on the fucking stairs and didn't have to eat a pin. No one lost in this except Asuka because Asuka probably should have faced Ronda instead of Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. But that's just me projecting the fact that I want my like scary fucking Asian like waifu to beat the shit out of a former <laughs> UFC champion. Dylan, I love your optimism and I do hope that most of that comes true. No, no, this is just Dylan's defense of his use of that monkey's paw. He's, like, got it hanging behind him, and he's like, no, 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 it's still fine. It's okay, guys. So here's, oh. here's, here's the thing. Um, do you remember Daniel Bryan back before he hit AJ Styles in the dick? Like, back before the injury, uh, when, like, he did, he joined the Wyatt family, but people still cheered him, and, like, yeah. there's no real way to get people to not cheer him. That's currently where Becky Lynch is. Yep. She came out and hit Ronda Rousey, who's like a generally cheered person on Raw. Ronda Rousey's show. Hit her with a chair. And do you know what the crowd said? They said one more time. time they <laughs> simultaneously, several times. And then cheered again when, when Becky hit Ronda Rousey with a chair. So I need you to understand, there's a level beyond untouchable. That's where Becky Lynch lives with her broken <laughs> face right now. And I guess that's why Daniel Bryan got so mad. Um, yeah, because no, no, Becky no. Daniel had... Bryan got mad because they came, they brought him back and they were like, "Oh man, Daniel Bryan's back. He's a baby face. Just got back from injuries. The hottest baby face. We're gonna stick him in meaningless feud with Big Cass, and then a meaningless feud with the Miz, where he and his wife lose to Miz and his wife, and then he's gonna be so sick of it that he's gonna want to go heel, and then he's gonna oh, go yeah. full Bryan Danielson, and he's going to kick and stomp AJ Styles' face in." Well, but hold on, before we go on to that, because that's going to be a lengthy discussion, where does everyone fall on the Naya field with the Becky Lynch injury? So so here's the thing. Um, this is the fourth person Nia Jax has injured in two years. <laughs> yeah, in a very, like, wrestling-wise, a comparatively short time span. Do, do, you remember, do you remember how much we all crucified Seth Rollins for hurting Finn Balor, Sting, and John Cena in the course of a year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then and Ryback for being the dumb fuck of WWE. Yeah. So uh, there's there's no. It's like for all of those ones, they were done in the middle of a wrestling move. This was literally punched to the face. Have you seen like the fan video of it where you oh, it's get bad. to see, where you see yeah. like she hauls off? It is a cold cock. It was like if I walked up to Scotty the next time I saw Scotty, I was like, hey, Scotty, bang. That's essentially <laughs> the level of it. Well, Brian Alvarez put it best. He's like, missing a shot where they're like behind you and you give them an elbow and accidentally knocking them. That's one thing. Looking a woman dead in the eyes and then just knocking her to the ground is a completely other thing. One of my yeah. favorite things is that people were giving Alvarez shit for it, and he's like, I have been wrestling since the mid-90s. I have never seriously hurt anyone like that. I think yeah. I know my shit. And see, it wouldn't have been bad, because... 
and this is a separate story, but while all that very bad punching was going on on the inside, there was also some bad punching going on the outside, but in the opposite way, by Lana, because Lana, literally, I can't remember who she was attacking, but they're like five feet away, and she's like doing this. Dana Brooke. Yeah, and, and the thing was, is she explained it was, Dana had gotten bloodied up during a previous altercation, therefore Lana wanting to not like injure a fellow competitor was like okay well this no longer matters my only job is to make sure this person doesn't actually get injured so she did things what's known as the right way (laughs) nobody nobody focused on that they focused on the like like subpar shane mcmahon level connection was like look at this bullshit not knowing anything about the situation Meanwhile, it's kind of the polar opposite of what was happening meanwhile, in the ring. I got to hear Asuka yell angry Japanese at the Raw roster <laughs> while kicking the shit out of them. And that made me happier than anything else. Because you could hear it in the background. You just hear like angry Japanese yelling. She's like, yeah, Asuka's getting some bitch off screen. Go for it. I swear to but God, no, if she's got the sole survivor again, I'm going to be so pissed. But like I said, meanwhile, Nia Jax showed us the wrong way to respond to when you hit a competitor poorly in the ring. And that is to say, look, we ain't mailmen. How come no one's asking me how my hand feels? And then a picture of her hand with, like, the smallest cut on her knuckle that I'm fairly sure she did herself with, like, a stapler. Yeah. She she was, I mean, she was trying to get heat from it. And I think, I don't know. My thing with Nia right now is... She got brought up from developmental way too quickly um, yeah. compared to some others that were in NXT. She hurt somebody, and then she hurt somebody else, and then someone else, and someone else. And I was like, you got you cool off on this because you've literally, earlier in that show, you made fools out of two of the much more talented women on your roster um, Sasha and Bailey, by just having those, like Naya and Tamina come out and just make them look like complete doofs. Well, no, no, that's why I'm happy she's with Tamina now, is because Tamina, Tamina was the Naya Jax before Naya Jax was there. She just never mm-hmm. got pushed like Naya did. Well, she also never and, hurt anybody. Well, that's what I'm saying is the fact that with with Tamina, she could now be like, here's how you be this character and don't injure anybody. Come with me, child. Let's tag together. Let's let's run into people. Let's run into people at the same time and smash them so we can fulfill Scotty Moore's sexual fantasy. (laughs) I think Vince listened to that episode of Fight Boys and was like, this kid's got ideas. He's going somewhere. Speaking of Vince, I would also like to bring up Rhonda's um, promo from Monday. Yeah. You're and a millennial, fa- even though you're two months older than me. The fact that I know whenever Vince McMahon has had his hands in a promo or has talked to someone who's writing a promo is when the word millennial shows up. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> it's always there, and it's always the same thing, and now it's happened, like, on the flip side, because how many weeks ago was it when Becky cut a promo that used millennials a lot, and now Rhonda's doing it against Becky? What is going on? Where's the continuity? <laughs> so so here's, uh, here's the fun part about that. So the bad part before Monday uh, about the Becky-Rhonda fight was that there that it was essentially a death sentence for Ronda Rousey's push. Win, lose, yeah. or draw, except maybe draw. There was no way that Ronda 
could leave that arena and not be booed by everybody for the coming weeks. Yep. Because, like, you beat Becky. Fuck you. We all like Becky more than you. You lose to Becky. Fuck you. Becky's better than you. <laughs> you draw with Becky. Fuck you. Becky's better than you. Why are we having this discussion? There or just was no, fuck you. It was a draw. There was no winning it. Yeah. And you can tell, too, because every promo she's had, she posted that like same thing on Instagram. Everybody hated all over it. Yeah. Like, because I mean, because Becky's the, just been so much better on like the mic. Literally, like the, in the Twitter mic. The too. only possible way, only possible way it would have worked is to have turned Ronda heel, brought up the three, now the three horsewomen who have gotten with Baszler, and had them beat the shit out of Becky, and then Ronda Pins is now a heel champ, goes to WrestleMania to face off against Charlotte, as basically the heel against Charlotte's babyface when Charlotte, who's definitely gonna fucking win, uh, overcomes. Everyone's like, it's a success story, but now... Hopefully that gets reversed, and now a, Becky is the success it's a, it's story. It's a success it story. It's the success of somebody coming from like a silver spoon in their mouth for wrestling situation, achieving those dreams. Yeah, despite having a massive leg up in the competition. Don't get me wrong. They've... Charlotte is very like talented as a wrestler. She has good look. She has good promo. She has good wrestling capabilities. Um. But, like, the fact that she has clearly, at times, gotten wins solely because people are like, well, we can't have Ric Flair's daughter lose, like, will forever yeah. be a reason why I will never cheer for her. Can I also say, if you had told me when Daniel Bryan made his triumphant return from injury that... Oh, he's going to beat AJ for the title in uh, a few months and turn heel? I would have been ecstatic. If you would have then told me it's going to happen on SmackDown and you will not give that much of a fuck, I would have kind of been like, no, you're a liar. Because ge genuinely, he pinned him, and my response was, oh, cool, Daniel got the title back. It was not that triumphant, yes, 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 that I had at WrestleMania 30. It was a quiet, okay. So, cool. so it's because, by the way, AJ Styles is the first person to win and lose their title not at a pay-per-view. Pay-per-view, yeah, on an episode of SmackDown. Yeah. In the exact same way. Yeah. During the exact same time period. Yeah. Um, but, uh, are we all, so are we all really excited for Sunday now? Like, I know there's, there's I'm, no, yeah. like, like, despite the fact there's no build, there's no anything, because, like, we were all like, how the fuck are, we, all three of us were like, how are they going to do AJ versus Brock again? AJ already lost. AJ didn't get better the last year. Like, yeah. and Brock didn't get worse. Now, now there's this great thing of, like, despite them both being heel, there's crafty, like, Zack Sabre Jr.-esque Daniel Bryan versus I, I rip bears apart with my bare hands, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Um, and yeah. I would like to say, uh, counterpoint to Scotty's point, what he said, um, that I was ecstatic when Brian won the title, and I was very happy. And because it's like, are you, yes, are you, I'm gonna watch him fight Brock now. He's gonna lose, but I'm gonna watch him fight Brock. Are Are you ready for? Because at I I can't tell you how excited I am for at Survivor Series to people rev to revive that you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in chant. Yes, against Brock Lesnar and Where Brock, is and for Brock to and for Brock and Paul Heyman to just look around confused. <laughs> just like what? What? Where is Survivor Series? Is it a city that would 
yell, you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in at uh, Brock Lesnar. No, Brock hears it, he looks at the audience and just kinda, uh. Oh. Like, and then it's they in, all. It's in the Staples Center. Oh, oh okay. fuck yeah. Yep. That is that is some D-Bri territory right there. Yep. LA, that's, my boy. No, that's some Bri D territory, <laughs> the exact opposite. Because my favorite was when I messaged you, because I watched it at work, and I just sent afterwards, Brian Danielson has returned. And Dylan just went, what? What? <laughs> what? How? <laughs> and he's murdered AJ Styles. My first, my first thought was that you were going to tell me that, uh, like, Debray had brought back the uh, the cattle mutilation submission. Oh hold. yeah, and like that, he was using that to literally, like, figuratively murder AJ. And then I read the spoilers and was like, yeah, that Daniel sense. Bryan is champion. And I reread that same sentence in the post like post show thread of Reddit three times. It didn't make more sense at the end of that either. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you hear about it, it's like, oh yeah, Vince was decided to do a shake-up and like all this other shit. And I imagine that was very disheartening for AJ. But oh, he gets yeah. to do a Survivor Series match now, and he never got to do that before. So go AJ. Is is he? Because a lot. Daniel, I, I think he. Daniel Bryan was on the team before. Daniel but he Bryan. Was on the t- he was on the team with the Miz. They were right. co-captains. So but they were still also both people. on the team. No, no, no. It's five people. It's fully fleshed out. Daniel Bryan was one of the five people. I am almost completely certain that it's five people, not counting let me, let me, Daniel let me, Bryan. It was, it was Miz, Debry, Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, and, uh, God, who's the fifth person? And Russo. Wait, what? I feel like we're kind of chomping the bit of the next segment by doing nothing but talking about Survivor Series, but we might as well. Um, oh, that's all we got going for us right now. Yeah. No, no, no. Samoa Joe. Yeah, and Samoa Joe. So, that's it. So, no, Joe. it's Miz, Shane, Ray, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy is the team. <laughs> Dylan's Jeff like, Hardy's not going to watch... wrestle in that goddamn match. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Dylan's like, I should watch fucking SmackDown. When the fuck did this happen? Welcome to Sober Boys, everyone, where everyone, no one has imbibed anything tonight. So we're all on the top of our games. We're all perfect. I was good right until this. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, I'm starting to get that kind of fear I had before WrestleMania 32 that there won't be a WWE because everyone keeps getting injured, and it's starting to scare me. Like, the panic that I had before 32, where I was like, what the fuck's so, gonna happen? So, it, so it's here's here the thing. again. Um, no? <laughs> all right. That was a good, that was a good talk. I, yeah. This is, a, no, this no, is the but... um, stop being so silly segment. <laughs> It may result in Connor becoming WWE champion, but they'll still have nah, one guy. Nah, <laughs> there's fine. there's no timeline in which Connor becomes anything. Yep. Scotty, is this your wish on the monkey's paw that Connor would become champion and now everyone's getting injured yeah. except for him? Quietly hides monkey's paw. <laughs> no, don't worry about it, guys. Uh, it's fine. I think that once again, it's the same thing as the last time we talked about injuries. Yeah. They got such a ballin' fucking schedule at WWE, especially the ones that are 
on every house show or on television weekly. Like, they're going to be working the hardest, and it's only a matter of time. <laughs> when the it more, rains, like, it 280 the... days on the road. Okay, Cody, calm down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're ever wondering how hard it is on, like, their bodies and on their fitness, look at anybody who leaves the company two months afterwards if they want to keep wrestling and here let me just show you this picture of neville looking horrifying in the there words of jay hunter no congratulations never on the 2018 roidy magoo award right <laughs> <laughs> roidy magoo award i didn't know abs could look like i didn't know they could be that well defined they look like a topographic map of like the mountains <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know somebody's like like viscous nature could seem aggressive it's really <laughs> i feel bad for somebody I who like know. wants to try to fuck neville because that's just gonna be like like painful <laughs> I didn't know a midget could scare me more than Brock Lesnar, but he shouldn't. No, no. If it, whoever tries to fuck Neville, they just are just like he was very athletic in the bedroom, a la <laughs> Amy Schumer, and that's one of the reasons I can't respect Dolph Ziggler anymore. Because he ragged all the people he fucked. Nah, dude. Some people are into that. Yeah. He ragdolls them across the ring. You think Cesaro does the swing? <laughs> Cesaro, oh yeah, like there's got to be a way to do the swing while fucking, right? Yeah, they were just like, oh, oh yeah, I went out with Cesaro last night. How was that? It was fine until halfway through. He just started, started spinning sp me in a circle. Yeah, and it wasn't bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I just he just started swinging me like he. And he then he did the he he fisted. Wait, what? He what? Fist no, no, no. Afterwards, yeah. he just held up his hands and like poof, 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 like he had yeah. a machine gun. It was ridiculous. He, he did the machine gun fist, and that was it. And that was that was my night with Cesaro. Yeah. Next week, I'll tell you all about um, my time with Seth Rollins and how he just cackled during. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you could tell when he was getting close because he would start revving up. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> and as he finished, he screamed, burn it down! <laughs> and then he just, and then he just shot fire all over the room. That was the weirdest <laughs> part. He actually did burn my house down. It was like Hancock. When he finishes, he can't finish inside you or you die. <laughs> this seems good as well enough to talk about merch down a load at purebs.com, doesn't it? I, I think so. We we carried that whole thing while Dylan went to get a beer, and it went places. So merch.aloadofpurebs.com is the website where you can go to get official merch for all your favorite BS Network programs, from a load of BS to Fight Boys. We've got shirts for all your favorite JWF superstars from Blake Tanner. There's a brand new Fight Boys shirt. Not us, the Fight Boys, of course. I mean the JWF stable known as the Fight Boys. That's going to be on there. And then, of course, Blake, what else can they purchase over there? You can purchase your very own BS Boozy Sippy Cup. We got cups! We got cups, motherfucker! All available to you at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Now, boys, there's pay-per-views this weekend that we definitely need to get 
get some good old predicaton on, but but you know what we need to do before that. Dustwatch! It's time for Dustwatch! Everyone's favorite segment where we try to get the greatest professional wrestler in the world, Chuck Taylor, to follow us on Twitter. Um. So I'm just gonna start with a sup, you motherfucker, at sexy Chucky T. Really taking this escalation thing too far, aren't we? Probably. Oh. Um... So is there anything relevant with Chuck that's happening? I mean, I know he is in the junior tag league with Trent. I mean, world tag league, not the junior tag league. The super um, tag, the super tag, the super tag two-man league. What part of Chuck Taylor looks like a junior heavyweight to you? His, his, his dog. Um, okay. How about... Hold on. I've got, we... I've got this. I, 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 I got this. Okay. No. Okay. Okay, Dylan. We're at the point where Dylan can't even construct a fucking dust watch. What is happening? Hold on. Wait. Wait. We guys. need you for wait, this. Wait. 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 At sexy Chucky T. You ever been so drunk you can't tweet? <laughs> Hold on. I do want to add like some bad misspellings to it. <laughs> Just to really get, run home the bad <laughs> drunk. Ever been so drunk you can't tweet? Oh, God. So do we want to do predictions for um, NXT as well? Sure. I'm already losing. All right. Um, so, hold on. I'm still forming it. And I did the drunk account did <laughs> hashtag it Durstwatch 2018 Durstwatch <laughs> no 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 it's Fred Durst we're now we're now really addicted to hot dog water <laughs> yeah didn't it <laughs> all I heard was dog water alright I'm happy I have the added ability in the future Blake, is anyone saying anything in the chat while I pull up the... Because I can't see chat, but I would love to if I could. Oh, uh, what do you think? No one? That's a big, I'm sorry, buttercup. It's alright, give it like 45 minutes and then Salty Frank shows up exclusively for JWF. Yeah, the very end. Okay. Alright, boys, it's time to predict some war games! And... Earlier tonight, Dylan was just like, oh man, War Games, I only know like three of the matches on the card. There's only well, five you... matches. No, yeah. there's only four matches, actually. Fuck, I gave them too much credit. <laughs> they are saving room for that fucking uh, War Games match. But firstly, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane in a two out of three falls match for the NXT Women's title. Is it the Bays? Because I'm calling the Bays. Yeah, there's. I don't think that she's not going to... If it isn't the Bays, then she shows up to help Ronda beat Charlotte the next night. Kyrie Sane. Okay. Here Duh. we go. It's happening. Blake? Oh no, I'm going full Bays. Bays. Two Bays and a Sane. Uh, Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano in the greatest fucking feud of all time. 
Oh, look at the look of intense thought on your boy, you boys' faces. Yeah, I don't... Hmm. I'll just start Gargano. I love him too much. Gargano may be my NXT version of a Bray Wyatt pick. I will never vote against him unless he's facing Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, but, mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna... Hmm. Gargano. Yep. Oh, that's two Garganos, Blake. Nope, I'm going with Aleister Black. All right, okay, going against uh, Game Theory. Yep, sometimes Tommaso- you gotta go big. Tommaso Ciampa, the big scary murder man, versus Velveteen Dream, the prince imitator. Yes. <laughs> so, Ciampa? Uh, I'm going with the bald motherfucker. Yeah. Granted, the NXT title is the weirdest one to guess, because like, if you told me last year... That fucking uh, Andrade Almas was gonna beat Drew uh, Drew Galloway. I would have told you. you (laughs) Yeah. Famed NXT champ Drew Gulak. I said I said Drew Galloway. Okay. Even though it's Drew McIntyre now. Oh, okay. I would uh, I would have told you you were out of your goddamn mind, but he did it. So like. Yeah. The lineage after Samoa Joe, the lineage of the NXT title has been a fucking crapshoot. Yeah. Because it had some mm-hmm. moments beforehand, like you had Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, like these historic reigns, also Tyler Breeze, <laughs> and then after He was that, never an NXT champion. What are you talking about? Uh, no, he was never. We kept his we kept his blonde ass out of the title. Did, um... Not Tyler Breeze, who am I thinking of? Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas, yep, that, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Uh, and then finally, in a War Games match that will literally destroy the stadium, it will be so good. Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunn, Ricochet, and War Raiders. <laughs> I-, I really liked Dylan attempting to figure out exactly how the hand motion went, like the fingers. No, 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 that's exactly how that hand motion goes. <laughs> Like, the fingers were twiddling, like, wait, no, 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 is it this? It's like when I went to WrestleMania 30 and tried to do the rip with everybody, but the finger kept going up, so, like, there were other pictures of me, like, slowly moving my fingers about. Yeah. No, Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, baby! I'm with that man, Undisputed. I am Undisputed as well. Adam Cole, baby. Baby. All right, now on to... Now on to the pay-per-view that will be worse, but does have twice as many matches, Survivor Series. Who boy. First up, Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, mm. Boudé Murphy. Okay. Black? <laughs> yes, give me, give me that sweet bud. Alright, mate, I'm gonna take Betty Murphy on this one. He's had a rough life. His dad got stung by a jellyfish at one point. Uh, then the, oh, fuck, this is going to be hard to read. The five-on-five tag team elimination match featuring Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, Gable, the revival, the B-team, Lucha House Party, the Ascension versus Team SmackDown, which features the Usos, the New Day Sanity, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and the Colognes. <sighs> I'm, I'm going Smackdown. with SmackDown. Smack, yes, yeah, SmackDown 100%. Yeah. Because that's also the tag roster I like more. Uh, AOP versus DeBar. Uh, AOP. AOP. DeBar. Just cuz. I mean, like, 
like like placing money on Sheamus and Cesaro over the last two years hasn't been a bad move, with the exception of that time they lost to a teenager. Yeah, yeah, true. There was they a always. I can't remember. It was when we were at SmackDown, and we were talking about Braun for some reason. I was like, what did Braun do at WrestleMania this year? And then I just Googled it, and I went, oh, that's oh. right. That's mm-hmm. what happened. That's right. He ruined the Raw tag team titles for everyone. <laughs> no, the man who made it out of Fruit Stripes made it the worst. <laughs> Mick Foley? Okay, yeah. fair. Uh, Bob... The Women's Survivor Series match, Team Raw, which features Mickie James, Nia Jax, Tamina, Natalya, and Ruby Riot. What the fuck? With Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan on the team, like, assisting, versus Team SmackDown, Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, Asuka, and TBA. Give me that smack boy down, yeah. No one is ready for Asuka. Asuka. Yeah, I don't think, uh, I've done my research, and it turns out no one's actually prepared to face the individual known as Asuka. So yeah, I will say Asuka as well. Literally, I, the only the only female who's been ready for face Asuka uh, was... Uh, Charlotte. Oh, oh, what's his... No, what's his, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, James Ellsworth. Oh, he, oh man. <laughs> also, can I just say, I love the fact that we didn't say... Well, Blake did, but we didn't say SmackDown. We said Asuka. Oscar yeah. will win the match. The SmackDown team consists of Oscar and the other bitches she brings with her. <laughs> yep. I Oscar could bring Oscar could bring NXT like green recruits, and I'd still pick her. See, I... that worries me though because someone's gonna get the um like the Haas elimination, and it's either gonna be Oscar is going to overpower Nia Jax and Tamina, or someone's gonna get the get Oscar counted out. Yeah. See, here's the thing: is I think Oscar's gonna fucking black mask uh, Nia Jax, and that's what's gonna propel her to challenging Ronda. Yeah. Okay. I'm changing it. I'm saying Raw. I don't know why. <laughs> Just that ins that Scotty Moore instinct I'm known for. Uh, the- Aren't you winning by one point? I'm winning by one whole point, but I mean, if I keep agreeing with you guys, I won't get the points to sw- swerve ahead. Uh, Team fine. Raw versus Team SmackDown. Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley versus Team SmackDown. The Miz, Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, Drew, and Drew McIntyre, and AJ Styles. I, I pick, Wait, no, this I says Jeff Hardy. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is going to get three eliminations. He's going to he's going to fucking claymore Shane McMahon out of his goddamn Jordans. SmackDown, I got the SmackDown. Blake, you're you're the last one. Use your new glasses to see through the bullshit of what will really happen. Oh, I'm looking and I'm seeing and I'm. Mm. See, I've got my instinct, and my instinct—it's telling me not to bet on Dolph this time. <laughs> yep, I'm going with SmackDown. Yeah, boy. The sad match, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Guess. <laughs> Guess, motherfucker. Guess. How my, dare you? My name, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for the reigning, defending, undisputed winner of Survivor Series <laughs> matches, Brock Lesnar. So, yeah, is that a trio of Brock, then? Yep. Let me tell you, 
I won't be upset if Brock doesn't win this match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Seth versus Shinsuke Nakamura in a champion versus champion match. Uh, Seth wins by DQ after Nak hits him in the dick. Um, Intercontinental champion will always beat U.S. champion. Shinsuke wins by a uh, Shinsuke wins by Kinshasa after Dean Ambrose distracts Seth Rollins. Because that's the story going into this. Is Monday on Raw? Seth literally said, "I am not paying attention to Shinsuke Nakamura right now," and that will be what his downfall in the match is: is not paying attention to Nak and focusing on Dean. By the way, uh, Scotty, I will counter with how much do you want to? How much money do you want to bet that uh, that that uh, Shinsuke low blows Seth, Dean comes in and dirty deeds Nakamura, and then like pulls Seth on top of him, match ends, and then he just dirty deeds Seth as well, and then dirty deeds the ref, and then he walks yeah, out and he dirty it. deeds Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, God, if he could do that last bit, that'd be great <laughs> for ratings. And my sanity. Alright, so I got Knock, uh, Seth by DQ, Blakey Boy. Dick Punch. I think that. Da 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 Dick Punch. It's a Dick Punch. I think Dick Punch. If there is a Dick Punch, then I don't, I don't think a Dick Punch is how this one's gonna end. I just yeah. don't. Um, oh no, that's the most disappointing way this match could end. Therefore, that's what WWE will, will do, do. Right? Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm that's why I'm fifty percent like picking on picking uh Charlotte to beat Ronda Rousey. Because it's stupid. It makes no sense and it hurts everyone involved. Therefore, that's probably what WWE will do. So hold on, are we moving on to the next one? Because the next yeah. and final predicaton of the show will be Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. And I've got, I'm sorry, I can't bet against Ronda, unless it was Becky. <laughs> the only, I was fully prepared to bet on Becky and be disappointed. Yeah. And, no, I can't do that now with this last minute change. Although, Charlotte. <laughs> shit! Call it Whoa, his shit with authority, Dylan, damn! Call it. So, so... So I, I've decided that the reason why I've been losing up to this point is because I've been betting on things I want to happen and that should happen. And that if I let go of that, that's where success lies. Because the first year we did this, I literally just picked all the things that would make me angry. <laughs> and I won by a slight landslide. True. Yeah. True facts. But you know what else is true? Money. We're drunk. The truth is I have some, we have some lovely patrons at patreon.com slash BS. <laughs> That's right, ladies. You and your massive ego can host this show by yourself. <laughs> patreon.com slash a load of BS is the website where you can go and support the Fight Boys. You can support a load of BS and you can support fun fiction, ladies and gentlemen. And you get exclusive perks, access to our Discord where you can hang out, chat with us, we ask you questions about the show, you give responses, and then of course you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week like... Wait. Uh, guys, I just got a notification. Um, certain individual who shall not be named, uh, apparently his, uh, payment got declined, so I guess we can't mention this individual's name on this show this week. Is the, is said individual, you know, a complete, um, a, one of our Dick. trash boys? 
it, it, he would be a he would get announced, but this this absolute dickwad of a he- no, he's actually going through really rough times right now, so I don't want to be a dick. But seriously, fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, to our nameless you, friend, only loyal patron we had had up to this part. <laughs> I hope life gets better yeah. for you. We hate that our super loyal, wonderful patron that we just absolutely hate. We love We're sending you. you all of our love, you utter trash pile. Because we, we really love you. wish you the best in your future endeavors, you dickwad. I hope Vinny Marsala sends you an angry tweet disowning <laughs> you. Wait, but at least he acknowledges your existence. He will Wait, acknowledge maybe- your existence, which is really nice when you think about it. Wait, guys, can since he's going through rough times, can we uh, get together like a fucking account to buy him tickets to the Ring of Honor show in jo- January so he can meet Vinny again? Oh, I'm willing yeah. to put in uh, a quarter. I thought you were going to say, can we pitch in to get him a fruit basket? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, it's, yeah. And the fruit, and the fruit spells fuck Gazi. <laughs> Wait, no, you can't say his name. He doesn't tell <laughs> we, saw, we said it. It's just like there's an ROH show coming up and I'd really like to do something for him. Let's send him a fucking fruit basket. No, no, no. What you do is you go to the meet and greet and then you get Vinny to sign something that says you're not my son, Gazi, and then you mail it to him. No, no, no. I get I pull a full Jerry Springer, bring a DNA test with me. <laughs> you are not the father. Yes. Woo! Oh no! I'm sorry. My finger was covered. You are the father. <laughs> well, he's like, wait. Why would covering something not? <laughs> okay, whatever. I'm sorry. I didn't read ahead. I was just really. I was just kind of going by the emotions at this point. Yeah. Oh, guys. I'm sorry. I'm done. I can't talk anymore. I guess we're gonna have to. We got to go to let other people talk, and that's why we're gonna turn things over. To everyone's favorite commentators, Silver Spoon and Captain Tibbs, for the go-home episode until Los Trios Tangos of JWF Monday Night War. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by Tibbs. Tibbs, is that a bottle of wine? What the hell are you doing? I'm in mourning, Silver Spoon. Oh, Tibbs. Tibbs, what's the matter? Who died? I lost the most important person in my life at this point. Oh, you're talking... He's talking gone and not going back. Yeah, it is, I know. The, the poor Hammer Man, who was absolutely not Travis Clouds. We held an in-memoriam this week for the totally dead and not unmasked superstar, the Hammer Man. It was a real tragedy to happen right before Los Trios Tangos. I know the Hammer Man would have loved it. And you know, Sills... But I'm moving past it. I'm getting through. I'm I'm coping. I just miss it so much. I know, Tiss. Well, you know what? How about this? Let's talk about some of the fantastic matches we're going to have this Sunday at JWF Los Trios Tangos. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one night a year where we have not one, but two. Dose fantastic Los Trios Tangos matches where three men take on three other men in an absolutely fantastic elimination tag team match. And Tibbs, I know there's one you got personal stakes in as your boy, Candidate Charlie, and his mentor, Felix Ball, take on the team of Sam Adams, the beer man himself, the lumberjack, and a surprising addition to that team, 
Mojo Grump, the voodoo man from the bayou who joined them last week. What would you think about it, Tib? Well, you know, Sills, I like most people. I had forgotten that Mojo Gruff existed, and I was happy to see him come back to the ring. That's right, Tibbs. But, of course, the real question is, uh, Canada, Charlie, Felix Ball, they're only two men. They are not a trio. They're not a t- trio to make it to Los Trios Tangos. They need that third man. And I guess Sam Adams has an idea who that man is going to be, and he's on our ring right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it seems that tonight's JWF is going to be less of a wrestling show and more of a mystery, ain't it? There's the mystery of who's going to be joining Blake Tanner and the Dillon in their battle against the Elite. The mystery of the VWO returning to the JWF. And, of course, the mystery of Canada Chart. Can he and Felix Ball find someone who can actually stand their asses long enough to stand beside them this Sunday? Well, ladies and gentlemen of Birmingham, Alabama, let me tell you right now. This mystery is going to have a disappointing resolution because the truth is, I've been in that locker room for a few months now and I can guarantee you not a single person back there wants to team up with those two Canucks and I know no one in the arena does either. Because you see, the JWF is a brotherhood. Me, the Lumberjack Mojo Gruff, we're three different men with three completely different outlooks. In no other world could an American beer man like myself be able to team up with a seven-foot Redwood like the Lumberjack or a voodoo man from the bayou like Mojo Gruff. But even though we're different, we're still brothers. We're still aligned under that JWF banner. And candidate Charlie... Well, we all know that the man that betrayed the JWF, well, he betrayed it the day he teamed with Felix Ball. And let me tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, no one in that locker room would dare betray the... Oh, Tibbs! You hear that? That's the music of Candidate Charlie, and it looks like Candidate Charlie does not look happy about what, about what Sam Adams is saying. Do you think they possibly have found a third man? I honestly couldn't tell you, so... I, I, like Sam Adams, thought that nobody else in the back in the locker room would even think about joining those two men, especially that conniving Felix Ball. And speaking of Ball, it looks like Ball's actually grabbed a microphone as he's standing on the, uh, standing on the ramp. Whoa, whoa, hey there, Boyle. I know you think this is all fun and games for you. Think you got a leg up on old Charlie and myself there, and you know, we'd say you were right about that assumption right there. You built yourself a damn near perfect team right there. You got a high flyer by the name of Mojo Gruff, a big powerhouse of a man that is the Lumberjack, and of course a brawler in the form of yourself, Sam. I mean, it seems like you got all your bases covered. I, I mean, I don't... Oh, uh, Felix, I, I'm sorry, can I interrupt for a second? I, I think it's just time that we take Sam Adams and his little team and burst their bubbles a little bit there, you know? Uh, because Sam Adams, he keeps talking about all the bond that's created by men when they walk into a JWF locker room. They talk about their brotherhood. It's formed between these people who have a common goal. But you see, I have a different outlook on that. I think that blood is thicker than water and maple syrup is a whole lot thicker than blood, if you know what I'm saying. Because let me tell you right now, 
If there's one thing that's stronger than the bond of the JWF, it's the bond of Canada. Oh my god! Tibbs from out of nowhere! The lumberjack assaulting Sam Adams, cracking him over the skull with those massive hands, and now he's going after Mojo Grump Tibbs! This is insane! He's no. going after him! What are you doing? Lumberjack, no, not you too! The not Lumberjack, he, he's turned his back on the JWF universe, assaulting these two men, and oh my god, it looks like Canada Charlie and Felix Ball joining him in the ring. The Lumberjack has made a deal with the devil, laying out these two JWF superstars. Oh no, it looks like Charlie calling for the Canadian DDT. Meanwhile, Lumberjack with a huge Lumberjack slam on Mojo Gruff. And oh my god, Tibbs, looks like he's getting ready for it. He's getting ready for the Canadian no, DDT. I've got to get but, up. Hold like, on. Tibbs, Hold where my are you going? Tibbs, get back here. Ball! Ball! Ball, you bastard. First, you take away my son. And now, you take the lumberjack from the JWF. You know what? I think that you're the one. If I didn't know better, I think that you're the one that took the hammer man away from me, too. Let me tell you something right now, Ball. You think what you're doing is going to turn the tables on the old JWF, don't you? You think that all this running around ruined the sanctity of one of my favorite pay-per-views, one of my greatest creations, Los Tringos Tangos. You think you're going to take that away from me too, Ball? Well, listen here. The way I figure it, it seems that Mojo Gruff and Sam Adams are down a partner for Los Trio Tangos. And it only seems fair to me that I put someone in that match of equal or greater standing than the old lumberjack. A beast of a man that could bite the head off a snake, fight off a hundred moose, and kill a bear with his bare damn hands by ripping its heart out and showing it to him before he dies. And I only know one person that fills all those boxes, Ball. He's the only man that's got that kind of power in the JWF. And it's me, you son of a bitch. That's right. I'll see you three pieces of garbage at Los Trios Tangos. Uh, Tibbs, I'm going to need you to calm down. Tibbs, I need you to get down right now. This no, I'm all hyped up. Tips, I've got the bear killing energy in me. I'm about to tear someone's tips, face come, off. Get down. You are not ready to do something like this. I mean, come on. Those are three beasts of a man standing in that ring. The I'm going to flip the table. I'm going to flip it, Sills. Keep the table it. down, Pip. I flipped the table. Tibbs, those are three men. Look here. Tibbs, you're my only friend in this world, and those are three men that can kill you this Sunday. What are you thinking? You see, Sylph, you got that in your mind. You think that those three are the only ones that can kill me. Well, really, when we're locked in that ring together, they're going to be locked in with me. Uh, Tips, if it's what you think's best. I'm going to climb up to the top rope, Sills, and they're going to look down and they're going to whisper, No, Captain, don't jump. You're going to break your back. You're going to turn your bones into dust. And I'll whisper, Fuck you, you son of a bitch. Well, Tibbs, if it's what you think's best, I'll let you, I'll let you fight. But I am not. I don't like this at all, Tibbs. Let me tell you that right now. And I have so many weeks of pent-up aggression. And speaking of things that I know you've got aggression about, let's talk about the VWO, the men 
known as Griffin and Travis Clouds, the former Hammerman, returning to the JWF and immediately setting sights on the JWF World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Bananas and Pajamas, they've called them forgettable. They, they've called them uh, losers in our division. Tips, what do you think about this? Oh, the Banana Boys, I like them, yeah. They've, they've instantly calmed me down. Okay, Tibbs. But uh, I think Bananas and Pajamas, they're all, they got a lot more fight in them than the VWO let on. And they are backstage with one of our top interviewers right now. So let's hear what they got to say. Ladies and gentlemen, Dad, the Don McDonald here with the JWF Tag Team Champions, Bananas in Pajamas. Now, BNP, buddies, us. This Sunday, you have an absolutely horrific match taking on the newly reformed team of Griffin Clouds and his brother Travis, the former Hammerman, in uh, an absolutely vicious match. Now, the VWO have since talked down on you, calling your run with the JWF tag titles forgettable afterthoughts on the show. How do you react to this? What do you, uh, how, uh, how do we react? How yeah, yeah, that's do what he asked. He's asking Dumb. how we react was the question. He's, yes. he's asking us how we react. How we react. I think we react pretty fucking piss poor if you ask me, but that's just my opinion. Oh, well, yes. Let me tell you something, Mr. Donnie McDonald Donaldson's. Okay? Donald Dick McDonald whatever. It's the McDonald. Don, the, Don McDonald, yes. Whatever. I, okay. The Hammer Man was one of the greatest boys in the locker room. You might not have known him, but all of us backstage, we got to know him. We got to love him like a brother. He was the one of the family. He was my Baba Ganoush. And you know, he may not have the mask anymore, but we know for a fact that Griffin's brother, the guy that came in, he did all these horrible, horrible things. He's gone. And that, that heart of the hammer man, the hammer heart is here to stay. Yeah, that's right, Joey boy. You see, McDonald, us, the hammer man, we were a trio. We used to go out on the town every night, get drinks, go to parties, hanging with the ladies. And one thing we knew is that Griffin Clouds, well, he rained on our parade as it was. But let me tell you something. If Griffin thinks taking the mask off the Hammer Man is going to turn Travis back into the beast that he once was, he got another thing coming, Baba Duke. Oh, he got another thing coming. If you know what I'm saying, I, I mean, hey, you know what they say, don't you, my brother? You can take the man out of the hammer. You could never take the hammer out of the man. You know it, you oh, love yeah. it. Auntie Marge always used to say it. <laughs> and see, so far as we're concerned, boys, this Sunday, it's going to be a walk in the park. It's going to be a tiptoe through the tulips, if you know what I'm saying. We're going to smack around old Griffy boy for a few minutes, and then we're going to slam him into the ground and get our first well-deserved title defense. It's been a while, hasn't it? Now you know what I'm Ten saying. Champs. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, we're going to go out and we're going to have a nice outback. Oh, my God, and Tibbs! From out of nowhere, Griffin Clouds assaulting Joey Pajamas with a huge boot to the face. The uh, leader of the Vape Nation assaulting Bananas and Pajamas. Johnny looking like he's trying to save his brother. But, oh, my God! Griffin blowing poison vape in his face. 
Johnny is blinding. Meanwhile, Griffin picking up Joey for the under vapor, and he nails it! Straight onto the top! Great chaps! This is horrifying! And meanwhile, oh my god, it's it's Travis. Travis clouds it. it Tibbs, he looks he looks defeated. He looks broken. Look at this man. This is the first time I've ever felt sad for Travis. It's like I feel a strange connection with what he's feeling right now for some reason. That's right, and Travis, it, Griffin's screaming at him, trying to order him around, but looks like Travis doesn't want to listen, but oh my god, he's grabbed Johnny Bananas, goading on his brother, trying to get some kind of attack out of him, and oh my god! Travis hitting the big vaping boot, taking out Johnny Bananas, but Tibbs, I don't even think Travis is happy with what he's done today. I mean, Griffin is dancing around happy, but... I don't know how Travis feels. It looks like his spirit has been defeated. He looks like a sad shell of a man, and I feel really bad for him. It's almost like I... Wait a minute. Did you... Wait a minute. Did you just put some pieces together, Tibbs? Hey, Sills. Yeah? I think Travis Clouds was a hammer man. Oh my god, Tibbs, what a revelation! You're so intelligent, I I don't think I ever would have guessed that. I can see so clearly now. It's like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. He's here, and he's sad because he doesn't have his mask anymore. That's right, Tibbs. Maybe one day the Hammer Man will return. I'll give him your mask back, buddy. That's right. And speaking of people who return, let's talk about the man who returned just a few months ago, Guy Fieri, returning to the company after being horribly broken, beaten by his former tag team partner, brunch boy Baron Corbin. But he's returned, and he's earned himself a number one contender shot against the champion, brunch boy Baron. Guy Fieri is going to have him a hell of a match, a ladder match, this Sunday at Los Trios Tangos. Tips, how do you feel about Guy Fieri finally getting his revenge? Well, I love watching Guy Fieri hurt people. And I love watching Guy Fieri, Fieri hurt people with different things. So I think this is going to be a good time. That's right, Tibbs. An absolutely phenomenal match. I mean, I, months in the making. We all remember at Palooza when Brunch Boy Baron turned on his tag team partner, Guy Fieri, tossing him off the top of a ladder through a table, proverbially tap, tossing him out of his life and of course this Sunday Guy Fieri may be able to get some revenge tossing him off a ladder of his own and claiming that JWF championship in a shocking display but speaking of shocks Tibbs I want to take you to one of the most shocking things I think I've ever seen in JWF history and I am talking about a few weeks ago when the group the team known as the elite Kenny Omega the Young Bucks they invaded the JWF and assaulted Blake Tanner and the Dillon in what was an absolutely fantastic title match between the two and tips I, I don't even know how to react still I, I was completely baffled Sills I wait are those the Cracker Barrel guys yeah that's the Cracker Barrel guys and they're suddenly everyone's wonder will they go to WWE will they stay in Ring of Honor but it seems they've tried to find a new home they've invaded the JWF but there are two men two men fighting back against them and they are Blake Tanner and the Dylan. Two men, two of the best in the business. But of course, it takes three to tango in the JWF. And they need a third man. They've been searching. So let's go to the ring and hear what they have to say. So, uh, 
You you want me to tell him? I I guess I'll tell him. <clears throat> uh, let's get straight to the point. I don't want to mince words any more than I have to. We don't want to leave you guys hanging. We wanted to come out and announce who our mystery partner is because I'm pretty sure everybody's been wanting to know who's going to join us at Los Trios Tangos. It's it's no one. We we've got we've got no one. Yeah. We literally have no one. We've asked everyone, um, literally everyone, including Greg from IT. Um, we asked Tom from accounting, and no one was hearing it. Um, I made some last-minute calls um, that I didn't necessarily want to make, and even he hung up after a few seconds. So, this Sunday... It's just gonna be me and Dylan, but I've been thinking about uh, I've been thinking about that a lot lately, and the truth that I've come to realize is that I am ready to embrace. It doesn't matter if it's just the two of us. It doesn't matter if it's just me and you along in this ring because I know that there's a way that we can make. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Are you willing to do it alone? Like if I don't have to be there for this, that would that would be spectacular. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Hold on. Damn it. Yeah, we're gonna stay and we're gonna fight. Uh, because these assholes, you know, like you said last week, they're coming up. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, the Elite. They have busted up into our home, as shambled and mangled as it is. And they come to make a joke out of this company. We are the men that made this company. We put it on the map. We are two of the best of the best in this company right now. And even if it's just us two, I don't care how, ma how big the uphill climb is. No. If we put the JWF name on our backs... We could carry it to the top of any mountain. We can overcome any de elite. And we will defend that summit gloriously, even if we have to die on that mountain defending it against anybody, against everybody, including the elite. And that is why oh, I... Tips? Sounds like... Sounds like there's three men who are not liking what Blake Tanner has got to say. And unfortunately, they are outnumbered right now, three against two, as the elite's music hits. It looks like Kenny Omega, the best bout machine himself, the Young Bucks, the uh, highest paid men in pro wrestling, they're strolling to the ring and they look smug, Tim. They look like they just finished a whole plate of biscuits and now they're ready to open up another can of whoop-ass. That's right, they're, they're trying to surround these men, got them on all sides of the ring, and they are not backing down, in it. but it looks like Dylan and Blake, Tibbs, our boys, they're ready to put up a fight, they got their dupes ready and I don't think they want to wait till Los Trios Tangos, Tibbs. I know, I know you're gonna to want to wait till the pay-per-view, but they want to do this tonight. I'm looking forward to it. I like a good fight. I want our boys to show them what's for. Overnumbered, outnumbered, doesn't matter. That's right. Blake Tanner, the Dylan, these these two pillars of the JWF standing face to face with the elite, and now it looks like they're just waiting to see who's gonna make the first move. And they wait a minute, Tibbs, is that? Oh, it is. It's the music. It's Scotty Moore. Tips, this is what Scotty Moore doing. Could he have possibly been the man that Blake Tanner was trying to call last week? And it
Oh, but wait a minute. Wait a minute, you hear that music change? That's not the Scotty Moore that we saw the last time he was here. This is the Scotty Moore of old, that old school Scotty Moore, the brawler that JWF came to fall in love with, and he's rushing the ring, Tibbs. He's going after the elite, and the fight boys have reunited, Tibbs. This is astounding. I love the fight boys. They're my favorite podcast. That's right, and they are taking on the elite both teams going at it in the ring. This is going to be an absolutely phenomenal Los Trios Tangos pay-per-views. I mean, Scotty Moore, we've seen in the past months, he's had his problems with Blake Tanner, had his problems with Dylan in the past. All of these men have had problems, but they're working together as a united front against these foreigners, and they are decimating the elite, Tibbs. Looks like the Young Bucks trying to escape Matt Jackson, pulling his brother Nick out of the ring, but wait! Dylan grabbing Kenny Omega before he's able to escape alongside his brother. And oh my god! A huge upper dicker. Kenny Omega grabbing at his nethers after that vicious assault. And oh my god, an SMG from Scotty Moore puts Kenny Omega down. And the crowd's cheering for it, Tibbs. Blake Tanner's ready. Blake Tanner's calling for it. The Blake out! Oh my god, Tibbs. A phenomenal flurry of assault from the fight boys in the returning Scotty Moore Tibbs let me tell you something he may just be what these boys needed ahead of this Sunday's match that's it Silves look at it the fight effing boys have returned that's right Tibbs so that means I think we've got ourselves one hell of a Los Trios Tangos coming up this Sunday we've got the elite taking on the fight boys we've got Canada Charlie the lumberjack and Felix Ball taking on Mojo Gruff, the beer man Sam Adams, and this man sitting rex- not right next to me right now, Canada, or, uh, Captain Tibbs. And Tibbs, in addition to that, we've got some amazing championship matches. The VWO taking on our current champions, Bananas and Pajamas for the JWF tag titles. And then, of course, in the main event, we are going to see the championship be defended where two former brothers clash for that titliest of titles as brunch boy Baron Corbin defends against Guy Fieri in a ladder match. Tibbs, I mean, this might be the most stat card we've had in JWF history. I mean, it's going to be amazing, Sills. There's nothing that's going to top it. I just can't wait to watch this from the... Wait, did you say I was going to be in a match? Well, you said you said earlier that you were going to be in a match. I did? Yeah, t- Tibbs, what... What's in this wine? Tibbs, this is 151 proof. This isn't wine. Oh, no, it's almost vinegar. Yeah, it's practically vinegar. You know what, Tibbs? Just lay off of this, and I'm sure that you will have an absolutely fantastic match this Sunday at Los Trios Tangos. Tune in on the official BS Network YouTube channel to find it. In order to find out what's going to happen with these superstars, you're going to have to tune in. Next time to JWF Monday Night War. So, boys, it's been an episode. What did you learn this week? I learned that Scotty can't spell the word petard. <laughs> um, I learned that one year is less than half of Bruno Sammartino's title reign. And I learned that, I don't know why, but for some reason when Silver Spoon gets excited, I start sweating profusely. <laughs> Uh, Remember, if it lasts for longer than four hours, you need to go check with your doctor. (laughs) 
So Dylan can be found on Twitter at SexyChuckyT. Blake, where can they find you? Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. That's Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A. And you can find me at uh, merch.aloadofpurebs because uh, we got cups. We got cups. And you can find me on Twitter. Sippy cups for life. And we can, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon, the Quizzle Corp trilogy, BS versus the Gods. They're all available there and on Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash BS Network and you can get a free 30-day trial of it. Get access to any of my audiobooks, any other audiobooks you want to hang out and listen to are all available at audibletrial.com slash a load of BS. It supports us. You get something for free. If you want to support us elsewhere, you can on Patreon or by picking up some merch. So check that out. Check out all the other shows at a load of pure BS dot com, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, remember to rate, comment, subscribe, and to my fight boys who made it with me this far. This I actually saved the last sip of my drink to end the show. Wunderbar. Mazeltoff, motherfucker. It was a lot more than I thought. It was not a drink. It was not a sip. Anyways, and as always, you can find us at aloadofpurebs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy Show Chuck Taylor. Because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life!